welcome to Have Hope, Will Travel. I'm your host, Katie Axelson. Here at Have Hope, Will Travel, we believe that the world gets smaller when we get to know people who are different than we are. From hearing their stories and understanding their perspective, we encounter things we might not have encountered before. We find strength in those differences. So today, I've got a friend who is going where no one has gone before. I don't think I've ever hosted a man on the podcast before, Casey. Congratulations. You're my first. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Casey would identify himself as not religious, but spiritual. So we're going to talk about what does that mean? What does it look like? And then Casey's kind of a magnet for evangelists. So we're going to talk about what does it look like when people try to share the gospel with him. So welcome, Casey. Hello. Oh, it's it's uh, so 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 good to uh, be here, and it's uh, just um, per usual, Katie. Good just uh, seeing you, um, your face over a, a WebEx or a video chat. <laughs> it is always great to see you, Casey. You bring so much joy to my life. <laughs> so, those of you who don't know Casey, Casey and I have known each other for about five years, a little over five years, and we've had conversations like this many times. So we're getting to invite you into it, and in doing so, I want to make sure that you guys understand some of the the framework that we've got in having this conversation. So when we talk about about religion in whatever capacity that looks like, we like to assume positive intent of each other. I know that Casey's got a great heart and I know that he means well, and I know that his heart is never to offend or never to be offended. And so we assume positive intent of each other in those conversations, and we promise not to get offended with each other if we happen to phrase something poorly. With that, there's also permission to correct. So we're having this conversation operating out of those ideas. Anything you want to add to that, Casey? Uh, no, that's, that, 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 sounds, that sounds great. I think you hit it right on the head, Katie. That's awesome. So I'm excited about this conversation because I think it's a really important one. And to be honest, it's not one that I hear people having very often. So Casey, thank you for being willing to share your story. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I wanted to thank you for reaching out to me. I uh, think that there's lots of different people um, that are on different areas in their life when it comes to spirituality. And I thought it was um, so cool when you reached out to me. Like I called my mom afterward and like I told Molly and I think I told uh, another friend that I work with right away. I just, uh, so like likewise right at you, Katie. I I'm just excited to have this conversation. Absolutely. I was glad you were on board because I was like, this could be awkward, but I'm just gonna go for it. So I'm glad that you were excited. And Great. it's fun that you mentioned your mom too because she's really important to your story. So why don't we start there Let's hear a little bit about what your background has been. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm 38 years old. I um, was raised Catholic and I, my whole life, my mom and I have had the best relationship um, from many, many different perspectives, right? She has always been very, very Catholic, but the way I've from what I've told Katie before, I've always said she's one of the cool Catholics. Like she's the one that I always could have an open-minded conversation with. And uh, even though she, that was her thing, we could still have mostly growing up open-minded conversations, right? Growing up, I remember going to church and I don't want this to be offensive. I'm just going to speak from my um, experiences at that time, I just remembered it being really, really boring. Um, I remembered every Sunday and my parents didn't make me like, even though it was Catholic, I didn't have to like dress up and do all that. Like, I mean, we dressed nice, but it's not like I had to wear like a little tiny suit and tie to church, you know, every Sunday. But mm -hmm. I just remember just being really, really 
bored and just thinking, oh, okay, it's Sunday, like we have to go do this thing. So, um, and I'm not saying I'm right. That was just my, you know, mentality at the time. I uh, a lot of people share your opinion in that, so don't worry about sure, that. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's it's interesting. Like growing up, I've actually like right now my sister and brother-in-law they uh, live in Woodbury, and they go to this this church out there. I can't remember the name of it exactly, but they rave about it. And like part of me wonders, almost like like oh, like I wonder if. Um, when I was younger growing up, if I went to different kinds of churches versus the Catholic, maybe that, I, whatever, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, um, I, I remember, you know, when I turned 18 or slash graduating high school, it was like, oh, cool. Now I don't have to go to church anymore. So I remember, you know, moving out and like not having to do that. And it was it was great. It was just like one, even though it was only an hour a week or an hour and a half, whatever you want to call it a week, it was just like one thing I didn't have to really, really do anymore. So for years at that point, I just remembered not even thinking about spirituality or religion at, at all whatsoever. Um, I still feel like I was a good person. Um, I was very involved um, in different uh, communities, trying to do things with, uh, you know, different uh, charitable works and things like that. So I still felt I was living a life uh, service, which I think is extremely important for being a human being. But I wasn't feeling anything uh, spirit, uh, spiritual or within a religion perspective. When I was in my late 20s, I moved to Chicago. And at that time, I really lost connection with a lot of everything like that. And I didn't really feel guilty about it, but I just was like, okay, at this point, um, I really identify myself with being agnostic. I don't think there's a God, but there might be a God or whatever. I know it's kind of a loose term um, and it's kind of a, a cop out almost saying you're agnostic. It's like, I'm not gonna pick a side, but that's kind of how I identified, I guess, when I was living in Chicago, right? So when I moved back to Minnesota, there was about six or seven months that I guess what I would describe as uh, couch surfing. I was kind of staying at my parents. I was kind of staying at my friend Jacob's house. I was kind of staying at my friend Casey's house. I, I was just kind of staying all over the place. And um, at that point, I was um, in kind of a sad spot, not necessarily trying to be like like uh, spiritual or religious or anything like that, but I was spending a lot of time with my mom. I remember this, just sitting on the deck with her, and all of a sudden she looked at me one day and she said, uh, Casey, can I ask you a question? I said, sure, you know, what's up? And she said, do you believe in God? Yeah. And I was like, wow, like we've, this has kind of been the elephant in the room for the last decade, right? Like we haven't really talked about this. And so I was, I kind of took a step back and I thought, and I, I looked at her and I said, I want to, and I see the benefits, <laughs> but I don't feel like I connect with a similar God that you think you connect with. And I was kind of scared to say that. And she looked at me and she just like had this like big positive smile. And it wasn't like this was a crappy thing for you to say. It was more like, let's discuss this further. Let's uh, let's go into this. Right. And we started talking about a place that I call Harmony Park for the last 15 years. I've been going to this place and I've felt a very, very big spiritual connection with it. And at that time, when I was talking to my mom out on the deck, she was like, Casey, you do have a connection with God. You just aren't seeing it the way that some people see it. And what she explained to me was mm -hmm. 
I've talked to you after you come back from Harmony Park and you're telling me a story about when you were like having a conversation with these human beings or you attend this workshop or you were at this show or you were watching the sunrise or you were out on the lake or you name it and you were saying on how you had goosebumps and how like you're telling me these stories and you had tears in your eyes and she was like that's God that's that's how God connects with you and that's how you connect with God and I remember after having that conversation I was like okay that's first off, that's really cool that my Catholic mom said that because I've always been more wooey, hippy dippy like type person. So I was uh, kind of impressed. Um, but I also thought like, okay, like maybe I have been connecting with God without really realizing it, right? So I started doing a lot of reflecting thinking of different uh, very spiritual bands that I'm into. Uh, one of them is called Wookie Foot. Uh, Katie, you've heard me mention them a million times. I don't know, just after having that conversation with 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 my mom, I just started thinking like, okay, like, I mean, I guess where I stand right now is I feel that there is some form of a God and I think there's lots of different humans that try and can connect with that God depending on where they are at at different times. I guess is my opinion. And and I and I all that being said, though, I do see the benefits of uh, being a Christian and all the teachings of Jesus and everything like that. Like, I think it's amazing. Um, the the lead singers of Wookie Foot, uh, Mark and Jojo, they actually majored in uh, religion studies um, when they uh, went to uh, college. Um, so there's a lot of their songs that I was listening to before I really even felt like I was being spiritual that I was like, wow, that's a really cool lyric. And then I Google it later. I'm like, whoa, that was from the Bible or that was from the Koran or you know what I mean? Or that was from different, um, different religions. So I, I, I feel like they kind of brought me back where I was like, oh, these are really, this is a really cool band and these are cool lyrics too. Wow, like these are a lot of cool things that really did stem from uh, mm -hmm. religion. All right, does, does that make sense? That makes great sense. Okay. <laughs> I wanna highlight something you said in there and you talked about being peaceful and positive values. So what kind of positive values do you bring to the world? You're free to brag on yourself as much as you want because we all know you're awesome. Uh, thanks. I really think it's important to live a life of service and I think it's very important for everybody as a human being to wake up every day and just think, how can I be inclusive? How can I be open-minded? And how can I still you know, be me in one way or another, right? So I think um, I've always been a big believer in karma, right? If you are a good person, good things are gonna happen to you. Um, part of me thinks about karma as almost more of a, like a, an odds game, right? So if, I can be a good person in general, good things are gonna happen to me because I wake up every day trying to be a good person. Or if I am doing all of these things and I'm putting myself in good circumstances, then good things probably should happen to me because of those reasons. That makes sense. I can follow your train of thought on that one. Cool. So tell me about some of the people who have tried to share the gospel with you. Well, I, I mentioned my, my mom earlier, which, uh, and I, I'll start off with my mom and you actually, Katie, because you both have just done it the right way. Seriously. I mean, I've had so many good conversations with you and my mom over over the years. And um, I just think that you are both so positive and so passionate about your religion, but at the same time, you manage to be open-minded. And I think a lot of times with other people that get really, really passionate about anything, 
they can be a little bit more close-minded. So I think I'd like to lead with the positive ones, which uh, you, my mom, come to my mind right away because we've just had funny conversations. We've had more serious conversations. We've had our, we're rolling our eyes conversations. And I, um, I just really, really respect that. There had been a few circumstances. I don't know, (laughs) I don't know how to say this. I've always thought I'm almost a magnet for people that are very, very out there. And I'm not just talking about religion. I'm saying like, when, for an example, when I was living in Chicago and I would have friends come to visit me, I would let them know as soon as I got there, hey, we're going to be walking around downtown a lot just to let you know I'm kind of a magnet for interesting types of people and we're probably going to have a lot of interesting conversations and lo and behold every time it would happen right from a preachy christian perspective i guess the the worst ones that i've had is and katie i've told you this story before but uh i had somebody walking up to me with like a lot of eye contact and they Um, said, you have a second? And I said, yes. And they said, well, we see that you have demons coming out of your eyes or ears. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, whoa, like it just kind of threw me off guard. And I wanted to actually ask more. I was like, well, why, why do you, (laughs) like, why do you think that? And I can't really remember how the conversation went. And after it happened, I kind of laughed But then I got back and I was kind of like, man, that was kind of uncomfortable. Like that was my 15 minute break. You know what I mean? Like I was just trying to hang out. And I think I talked to you, Katie, that day. And I'll never forget what you told me. You're like, Casey, if you ever need to learn about Jesus, you come to me and you talk about you talk to me. And I I just uh, that stuck in my brain. I thought that was uh, I thought that was so awesome. Don't go talking to strangers. I'll I'll, I'll yeah, tell you everything you need I mean, to know. And that, I mean, that, and that was pro- like the, the the experience I just shared was the worst one. So I don't want it to come off like you know this always happens. The, the the biggest thing I guess that I would have when it comes to that is it's hard. So religion is a very deep topic. Okay, lots of people care. Lots of people don't care. Lots of people are indifferent. Like it's just it's all over the place. And so since it's such a deep topic, I have always find it. And this is my opinion. I have personally always found it odd if somebody can come up to me before even knowing me and say, here's how you should believe in God. It's like, well, hey, what's do you know my name? Do you know my story? Do you know where I am in my life? Right. So mm-hmm. I I think the best connections I have had with anybody from a Christian perspective that has come up to me on the streets preaching is coming up to me and having an honest conversation and coming up to me and just, you know, saying, hey, let's start talking and we get to know each other. I think, Katie, I told you this where sometimes you can kind of I don't want to say duped, but where you are having that honest conversation with somebody and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, this is where this is going. Like I like a bait and switch. Yeah, like a bait and switch. But but again, I, I respect that more than just coming up to somebody and um, just trying to have a really, really deep conversation with them. Does, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah, that definitely makes sense. It sounds like having those conversations need to happen in the context of relationship. And whether that relationship is started right then and there or that relationship has been long lasting, the relationship is what matters. Is that accurate to what you're saying? Oh, for sure. My, my favorite ones that I've ever had is when people come up to me and they just hand me a little card and they say, 
um, hey, do you mind if I give this to you? And I say, sure. And they give it to me. And it says, you're awesome and God loves you. And that's it. And I'm just like, oh, like, that's such a good message. Like, like what a what a what a what a cool thing to say or um mm -hmm. um or even if it's not a little card or hey excuse me i just want to let you know like um like god loves all of his children and everything's going to be okay even if you're going through something right now and i'm like oh man i kind of am going through something right now thank you i really needed to hear that and like those are the ones that like actually i've reflected on and felt felt better about personally yeah absolutely and i i love hearing those stories more than the stories like the demons guy because the goal of trying to share the gospel is always to do it in love. And sometimes we as Christians miss that mark, but sometimes it's it's good to hear that we do hit it. And I remember a story that you shared with me of a guy who was just like, hey, I just want you to know Jesus loves you or whatever he said. And you're like, I wanted to talk to him longer, but he didn't have time to talk. <laughs> like that meant oh, a lot to me. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I think it's important for everybody, like no matter where you are on any kind of spiritual spectrum or religion spectrum to have conversations. I think that's the biggest key. Like from a Christian perspective, I'm sure you guys are, what's the term, flabbergasted. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. That some people <laughs> are like, there are, there is no God. Like you guys are like, how can an atheist even be an atheist? Like that doesn't make sense, right? But then there's other people that are like, how are you so positive there's a God? Like, I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, and I think having those conversations, I think are super, super important because I think it can help people that are embedded with religions be more open-minded to actually help convert people to the cause that you truly believe in. From the other perspective, it would also help other people that maybe say that they don't think there's a God, well, let's be op more open-minded. Like, why are all these people so positive? Let's talk about all these uh, these miracles that happen. And like, let's have an open conversation and, you know, ideally meet, you know, somewhere in the middle, you know what I mean? Or um, or at least, I, I shouldn't say meet somewhere in the middle, but at least um, see Learn where- from each other. See where the other people are coming from, you know, mm -hmm. for sure. Let's pretend in a hypothetical scenario, there are two people, not unlike us, right, who have different beliefs, but have a relationship with each other. How do you recommend they start having those kind of conversations? That is a good question. Starts with a relationship and it starts with trust. I mean, I, I think that's really important. I mean, Katie, I think we've known each other for a couple of years, and I don't think we even really talked about religion until a year or two into it. I mean, I think there might have been a few things peppered in. So I think like, I mean, I think you probably knew I was a wooey hippie and I kind of knew you were a Christian, but we, like, it wasn't cool for me to come. I don't know. It just wasn't cool for me to come up to you and be like, like, well, I'm spiritual and that's what I think makes sense, you know? And you're like, well, I'm religious, you know, like, cause it wouldn't have made sense. Mm -hmm. I think I think doing things with trust is very important. I think doing things very, very gradually is important. And I think mm -hmm. speaking from your perspective is extremely important. Um, I like right now, me being on this podcast, I don't know if I'm right. And that's one of my biggest things with religion and whatever. Like, I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if you guys are right. I don't know if nobody's right. Like, I, I just don't know. But I think it's really important to get to know people and get to know what their passions are and understand, mm -hmm. like, why are you so passionate about this perspective? Definitely. I like that. And I I don't remember the first conversation we had about it. It might have been some crazy, passionate, well-meaning evangelist who said something silly 
that I felt like I needed to do damage control on. And you were just so flabbergasted that they had said that. <laughs> that might have been our first conversation. But you, Kate, the, the, uh, maybe the reason that you don't remember our first conversation is because we did it very respectfully and gradually, mm -hmm. too, you know? Yeah. You know? That's so true. Yeah. That's very true. So with that kind of mindset, is there anything that I need to apologize for, both me personally or on behalf of some other well-meaning but poorly directed Jesus lover? 100% no. No. I think that's kind of like saying, like, when there's a huge group of people and there's mostly good people within that large group of people, I don't think that small group of people needs to apologize. Mm. I think they need to be aware and I think they need to acknowledge and try to improve what's going on. I mean, obviously not you personally, but as far as like you being the person that feels this, um, this like, I if there is any like guilt or anything like that, like I think there is so much positive with um, being a Christian. And I think when you look at all of the, the, the fundamentals and the basics and the, the, the mostly, mostly the good things in the Bible, um, mm -hmm. I think that, there's a lot of people like yourself and, you know, for my mom, for not to keep referencing her, but for another example that I don't think you or my mom should have to apologize for anybody. But I think mm -hmm. having open conversations, being open minded, reaching out for me to talk on this podcast, you know, things like that. I think instead of apologizing, I think moving forward and trying to have good conversations is the best thing that um, the good Christians can do, which are most Christians. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah. If that ever changes, you let me know, because I'm like, more than willing to apologize for the stupid things people have said in the name of my Jesus. No. <laughs> so <laughs> because I know that you don't self-identify as a Christian, so you, you offer an outsider perspective. What types of values do you see Christians bringing to the world? Forgiveness comes to mind right away. I mentioned this earlier, living a life of service, um, forgiveness is important. I think that not all, but some Christians could work on um, being humble about it sometimes. But as far as like, what could you bring? Can I give an example? I'm going to go back to Harmony. Absolutely. So this is this is my this is my my, my this is my safe zone. So um, when I first started going to Harmony Park in 2007. Um, that was when I wasn't feeling very spiritually connected, get into the music, blah, blah, blah. I already told that story. So they have an area there that's a, a, a Christian uh, prayer area, right? And I remember walking by there, and it's not roped off by any means, but it's an area that there's a lot of different kinds of people that go to Harmony Park. There's uh, spiritual people, there's Christians, there's partiers, there's people that are obsessed with music, there's people that are obsessed with yoga, like it's it, artists, it's just all over the place, right? And I remembered walking by and they were all making everybody food. And there was 3000 people there and they weren't charging anything. They were just there to make people food. And when I first went there, I was like, wow, that's a cool thing that they did that day. Fun fact, they do that at every festival. They cook for 3000 people all day, every day for no reason. So when I, um, I was hungry and I walked by and I was going to go grab something because a lot of people give things away there. It's a gifting community. And then I remember noticing it was like the Christian area. 
And in my head, I was like kind of backed up a little bit because I was like, well, I don't really necessarily know if I want to go take that peanut butter and jelly sandwich or, you know, whatever they were making or like, is this going to turn into a thing? And I remember going up there and all of a sudden there was just a giant group hug between the three Christians that were running the booth, this like reggae Rasta dude, this dude that looked like he was wasted. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's cool, but he was like wasted and messed up. And there was somebody, there was like an older woman that was like 70. And then there was a couple kids and there was just a giant group hug and everybody hugged and I got involved. It was like an awkwardly long hug. And then I was kind of waiting for it to turn into something. And then all they could say is like, welcome home. We're so glad you're here. I can't mm. wait to spend this weekend with you. And I just, it just kind of threw me off guard because I was like, oh, this is going to be a thing. And then it just turned out to be uh, just positive energy. And like my body was like buzzing afterward, you know, which um, some would say that's a God thing, but you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, a that's a beautiful story. I love seeing people with such diverse backgrounds coming together and finding the common commonalities and and being a positive influence for each other yeah and I, I think in the whole scheme of things like i i truly feel that there's i mean i feel like almost everybody like wants to believe there's a god you know what i mean like i don't know like e whether you don't think there is a god or you have different arguments or things like that like in the whole scheme of things like to think like there's a heaven like i'm gonna die and go to eternity of like bliss and happiness and i get to see my loved ones and my grandpa died and but he's not really dead i get to see him eventually i i like i i think truly everybody deep down wants to believe in a god i just think that depending on how people are wired and where they are at within the spiritual spectrum they just see it differently or sometimes not at all. And I think that's why it's really important just to have open conversations. Yeah, for sure. You said that sometimes you have conversations with people and they're actually really helpful because they get you thinking. What makes conversations like that helpful? Empathy and facial expressions mm -hmm. are very important because at the end of the day, if we're talking about religion or politics or anything that's a deeper issue, everybody's going to be on guard a little bit more than they would be if we were talking about sports or something like that, right? So I think facial expressions and empathy to know where these questions are coming from. And sometimes it's not even the questions you ask, it's how you ask them, when you ask them, and is it appropriate? So if somebody could come up to me, let me think of a like a, a basic question. Do you believe that when you die, you're going to spend your life with Jesus in heaven? Um, pretty simple Christian question, right? If somebody comes up to me and asks me that at the wrong time, or if they have like a weird look on their face, or if I don't really know them, I feel like then that would be like, whoa, what what what's your name? Like, like, are, where are you coming from? You know, so God, that's a good question. I don't really know how to uh, I, I don't really know how to answer that one. But I think it really just has to again, not to bring it back, but trust and empathy and putting yourself in other people's shoes if you're going to ask mm -hmm. questions, you know, or if you're going to try to convince somebody about or mm -hmm or have a good have an open conversation with something like that yeah that's good and it's okay that there's not necessarily a succinct answer because i think it just allows you and i to continue to have conversations to sure. try to define that was what a, it is that was a that was a good one yeah that was a that, that, was, a good that one. was intentional <laughs> i just want to continue to be in a relationship with you casey <laughs> love it i love it katie <laughs> so how can we as christians love you well be nice 
have open conversations like we're having today and acknowledgement that there are a ton of other religions. I think that's where sometimes when I've thought about it, where I think like, okay, if we actually look at the history books, there's been so many religions over time. So like, how is this specific one the right one, right? Not saying it isn't, but like, that's a question I've asked myself. If you go throughout, you know, centuries, you know, so, so many religions, right? So I think not trying to meet people halfway enough in the sense of, you know, maybe there are, because if you're a Christian, you're a Christian, rock it. I love it. But acknowledging that there are a ton of other religions and acknowledging that people may be in different spaces and having good conversations and realizing at the end of the day, in a perfect world, that everybody is trying to get to the same spot in a different direction. It's very hard for me um, to think about, and this is going to be kind of an honest answer, um, growing up being raised Catholic, that if you don't believe in Jesus and go to church every Sunday, you're going to hell. So I like I started thinking like, but what about everybody else? What about people that mm-hmm. uh, not only that they say I'm not a Christian, but what if they just were never raised to be a Christian? Or what if they just didn't even know about it because that's how they were raised? Or what if they that's they their brain got wired to think a little bit differently? But at the end of the day, if they're a really 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 good person, you know, and they try to be a good human, so that's kind of where I've struggled myself. So I think from a Christian perspective owning it because if you're a Christian, own it, rock it, love it, be you. But at the end of the day, acknowledge that, hey, there are other people that might be able to get to our heaven in a different way. Because it makes me a little sad to think that my whole life I've really, really tried to be a good person and to think that there are certain Christians that think I'm going to hell, um, which makes me kind of sad. Does that make sense? That that, does make sense. Is that offensive? Yeah. No, not at all. And I think a lot of the questions that you wrestled with of like, well, what if they don't know there's a God or what if they're just a good person? Not just a like it's some little thing, but like what if they're a good person? How do how do you reconcile that? And I think that that a lot of people resonate with that. And I think that that's a great opportunity for continued conversation and continue exploring and continued learning, because I think it's something we're all learning and we all walk through because we've all wrestled with questions like that. So that's a good answer. I've got one final question for you. You can interpret this as you wish related to our current conversation or totally different. What do you wish everyone in the world knew? That everybody's intentions come from somewhere. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and maybe right now I'm just in the headspace of everything going on with the Black Lives Matter thing and everything like that. So maybe that's where my head is a little bit more right now. But not asking what happened what happened asking why did this happen Mm. and i think if everybody could take a step back from an individual perspective and try to focus on why are these things happening and then what can i do to help versus this happened and this happened and this happened and i think if everybody had a mentality like that I really think the world would be a better spot. I like that because it's recognizing what's the what's going on behind the scenes of this situation or of this individual's life. That's yep. a very good call out. Let me give two examples. Um, I can look at 
you know, somebody that approaches me on the street and is really getting into my face and not a cool way about Jesus. And I can say that person's a Jesus freak. Screw them. They're dumb. I don't agree with them. They're crazy. Oh, maybe they're on drugs. Right. Or I can take a step back and think like, like, okay, like, why are they doing this? They probably are coming from a good spot. Even the dude that came up to me and said I had demons coming out of my eyes, he probably deep down thought I was going to hell. And he probably thought he was helping me. It wasn't cool. It made me feel crappy. But, like, I don't know. I just think if we really would just focus on the why are these things, you know, why are these things happening? Or from the flip side, my second example, you know, somebody like myself that, you know, maybe doesn't identify with being a Christian. Well, why? Like, what's his, what's his story? Like, why does he, mm-hmm. why does he not? Why does he want to? What, um, like, what has his journey been look like? And why is he at the spot he's at? And I think that everybody would just be able to connect and just make more sense of, of everything, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That is a good call out. Thank you so much for your time today. Really helpful for me. And it helps that you're so approachable and so positive. It makes it really easy to have conversations like this with you. So I'm so grateful for the ones that we've had previously, this one, of course, and then the ones that I know we're going to continue to have in the future because we are in the context of relationship. And so we're always kind of wrestling and struggling and working through things together. So thank you so much for your time and your input today. This was wonderful. Oh, this was, this was fun. It's uh, I mean, whether we're doing a podcast or talking in general or talking about nothing, it's always so much fun to uh, talk with you, Katie. I, I, I love you, dude. <laughs> I, I love you too. Well, this is yeah. awesome. Well, thank you. I get to do life with Casey. And I was so blessed by some of the things that he said in this conversation today. I was also challenged. And there are some things I need to go wrestle with Jesus about. But let's be people who are known for our forgiveness. Let's be people who are known for being open-minded in the sense that we can have conversations that don't end in condemnation or one person being right and the other person being wrong. Take a listen at some of that music that Casey recommended. Subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast. That's how others are going to find it as well. Maybe use it as an opportunity to have a conversation with someone in your life who doesn't identify as Christian. See if they agree with some of the things that Casey shared. Have those conversations in real life as well. We'll see you in two weeks, my friends. Be blessed. Know that you are loved, you are cared for, and you matter.